0: Sly guy Like a fucking bad out of here, I'll be gone Morning shit Hello, welcome to this week's Sly Guy podcast How are we doing guys? Another day in paradise Whoa, Of lockdown slash a quarantine I said that weird, didn't I? Clarentine um, Yeah, so again, I don't know what's been going on What's been going on in your world What's been going on going on in my world, who knows, because days roll into months, months roll into years, and years turn into your lifetime, and here we are, but I mean, I want to say I've done a lot this week, I'd be deceit, I would be deceit if I said that um, I'd done a lot this week, because I mean, not, not a lot you, you can do, you know, not not a wild lot to be getting up to. Let's put it like this. Um, but in terms of, like again, I'm I'm taking every day. I'm taking. I sound like an old woman, in in church whenever they go. Oh, it's it's a birthday. Oh, what one's this? 89. 89, nine, eighty nine, isn't it? Oh, it's a, it's a big one. And he goes, I'll take each day as it comes. God knows what the Lord has in front of me. God knows. He could take me in my pew, which could be construed to be either up to heaven or booked. Depending on how filthy your mind is. But um, yeah, it's been a a, a, a fucking decent enough week. You know, let's face it, let's all be honest about it. You're not going to come in here and go, it's been fucking brilliant. It's been brilliant. I've just been in my fucking living room, my kitchen, my bathroom, and my hall for a week and it's been amazing. Nah, it's not going to be like that. It's going. There's going to be highs. There's going to be lows. There's going to be ups and downs, positives, negatives. It's going to be, uh, you know, it's just shit. You need to. You need to pass your time. You need to find out a way to pass your time. And as I said last week i'm trying to get a routine figured out here i'm trying to be the man that wakes up at 6 a.m and stays awake until it's completed you know that's kind of the way i'm doing each day now i get up at six to try and get a bit of work done before i end up starting the day job and parenting full time in the house tough you know but i try to get as much done as i can and then i'm just awake until i've completed my day challenges you know so like after this i'm sitting here recording a podcast i'm like Baby when I get this done, am I going to bed? Nah, niente. I'm going straight into the kitchen to empty the dishwasher because when I get up at six, I can't empty the dishwasher because I wake people. You know, that's what we're dealing with here. But yeah, in terms of that, it's been fine. I saying about the routine. I said that now I've got my exercise bike. I'm gonna be training every day. I'm gonna be eating less shit. And so far, so good. You know, I'm actually um, really hot. Not not in terms of my physical appearance. I'm not like a. I'm not saying, guys, look, I'm a sexy bastard. You know, I am a sexy, sexy bastard. I'm a lot of things, undoubtedly, but sexy isn't really a term I would use for myself. You know, maybe some people look at me and go, hmm, "Wouldn't I? like, like I'm a wee bit like like a bottle of Calpol. You couldn't have the whole thing at once, but you'd have." You'd have a little syringe of it, you know, you'd have a dose. I think people would be like, oh, wouldn't mind a dose of him. I, I don't think I'd want the full, uh, the, you know, the, the whole package. You know, not, admittedly, it, you wouldn't need more than one stamp to post my package, if you know what I mean. Um, but you'd be like, ah, I don't know, not a sexy guy. However, sticking to my routine, training <clears throat> every day on my wee bike got a static bike it's in the garage it's become my new spot the dope spot if you will on the street people come up and be like you mind you going to the dope spot i'm like first of all step two meters away from me yeah playboy i'm in the dope spot right now i'm getting in there getting my cycling done getting a workout done and it seems to be yeah i mean it's been a week and a bit but it seems to be sort of paying off i feel like light on my feet you know i was i thought initially it was like you know, maybe I am just losing weight here. This is why I feel so good on my feet. I'm like, I'm feel lighter. Maybe I've just lost weight, but in reality, what it is is just my fucking quads. They have blown up. Yeah, you know, my quads are basically like Lizzo. You know, one day never heard of the bastard. Next day everywhere my quads just not there then boom popping out like if you look at my leg from a distance you, you'd be like that leg looks like a jamon you know those Spa- spanish pork legs that they have that they just like drape in the way hooks and then they just you just be in there and carve a wee bit of jamon off and you just eat it that's what i like a big fucking quad again admittedly i do have hooves so that's where the the final end of the jamon look comes from but yeah, they're popping, they're pulsing. And I'm like, maybe it's I'm not losing weight. It's just I'm getting such powerful quads that like, they just can't can carry anything. You know, like I was watching a bit of, of a documentary. Like I said, documentary. It was a short video that Eddie Hall put up having beef with Half Bjornsson Bjornson, the mountain from uh, Game of Thrones. So these two strongmen going at each other, they're having a boxing match next year, which will last, I'd say, 10 seconds. Double knockout too. Like if you could hit one of those big, Flipping cinder block hands. You're fucked. Um, so there's a documentary there. Basically about saying how. The mountain had cheated. And he was saying. Oh Eddie Hall cheated against me. But the mountain did a wrong lift. Whatever. There's that. But I'm now looking at myself. Being like. These guys are the strongest man in the world. But now I've got these chamon thighs. Like I don't know. Could I be, could I outsquat them? Maybe. You know obviously. My knees would pop. But I mean. That's not the point. If it was Chamon alone. <laughs> which. Is the name of this week's podcast? I would definitely, uh would definitely would to take it. You know, I, I would. And again, I, I used to be like I used to be a strong guy. No, I don't mean like a strong man, like a strong man, like Eddie Hall or the mountain. I used just to be a strong guy, like a guy who, for a regular guy, could lift a decent amount of weight. You know, I could, I could, I could move potatoes. You know, put it like that. I could move bags of potatoes, right? I worked. Again, this has become one of my sayings of lockdown, is to, to my wife, anytime we're in the garden, she's like, are you sure that should be happening? I was like, bitch, I worked in B&Q. And she's like, no, what? Sh- I worked in B&Q. She's like, what age were you when you worked there? 16. she's like, that's literally half your life ago. I'm like, bitch, I am a genius. I remember things I me worked in B&Q. So anything I've been doing in the garden is like, nah, works in bit. What plant's this? And I'm like, that is a, her, that is a Vivian, a Vivian sapphire. And she's like, I've never heard of it. And I go, well, it is. She's like, can I just Google it? And I'm like, listen, it's a Vivian sapphire. She goes, but are you sure? Sh- I- bitch, I worked in BQ which means I'm a master of the household and garden, alright? It's been intense things like this. So whenever I was clearing up my garden, I just was fucking loads of shit, like loads of rubble, loads of trees, just dumping out the garden into this big container bag thing, right? This big, just so full, right, to the brim. And this baby's about five feet tall, and I couldn't wrap my arms around it fully. So then I did that, I was like, right, it's time to move this. And then, this is a few weeks ago now, I wanted to put, move it, couldn't. You know, I thought, oh no, I'll just, this will stay here until the lockdown is over. And then I'll get my daddy to come and help me, we'll move it, stick it in the car, dump it, right? Nope. <sighs> a couple of weeks on the bike, all hamon thighs here. It's like, you know what, I fancy go at this big bag. Now, albeit the dumps are open again, I'm not just going to stick it in the car, but got it and I thought, you know what, this is going to be my. Uh, my my me time this week I'm going to go to the dump and use it as a time to decompress from my family just not be around a child not be around a wife not be around chores be out of the house going to the dump living the dream and I thought you know I'll do this my wife Catherine was like eh should you be going to the dump now it's going to be very busy it could be delays and I was like how many times do I have to tell you I used to work in being you. I know about dump times, right? So I just was like, right, I need to move this. And then went to move it and I was like, nah, it's stuck here, it's not being moved. And then for some reason, I just felt all the blood rush to my quads and I started like pulsating. And they were like, you can you can do this, brother. And then I just dragged that bag. I mean, and I've dragged bags before, but I dragged this bag around from my garden up to the car and then tried to lift it, albeit I couldn't do it. I had to go and was like, oh no, this is, this big bag of of, of soil is just, and I mean, if you're putting in weight terms, I would say it was about 140 kilograms, this bag. That's, if I'm putting it in the weight, that's what it felt like to me. As a man who throws weights around for banter, that was about 140 kilograms, I felt, and um, I couldn't get it up and also couldn't lift the bag in the car. And I was just stuck with this giant bag at the side of my car, and I was like, oh no, I can't get this up. And there's no, it's hard to grip and grasp and get in the right position to get into the car, because uh, I drive a, a Tucson, so it's a little bit high up. And then in my head, for some reason, I just started going back to that Eddie Hall, the mountain thing, and I just looked down to my hormones, and I just thought, you know what? This is getting, this is gonna get up. So I just fucking got it and just squeezed as hard as I could and I managed to lift the heaviest bag into the, into the boot of my car and I have never, ever, felt more like a man i was like oh i actually stood on my street arms in the air going oh. again there's this little boy lives down the street came passing a bike very afraid he definitely he went further than the two meters he was about i'd say 10 meters just to avoid me on his bike because i was going oh, in the middle of the street because it hauled this big bag of soil into the boot of the car and i felt great and then After that, you know, when you do do like a big deadlift or lift something heavy, you're like, I just look at my forearms and these babies are pumping. I was like, oh shit, I got hormones in my thighs and hormones in my forearms. I'm like, no, it's just pumping, pumping, pumping. And then I I sort of came down on my way to the dump because I was like, oh, calm down, a lot of energy, a lot of adrenaline, lift this big bag. And then in that moment, I just listened to a load of podcasts, got stuck in the queue for the dump for about 40 minutes and it was just nice chilling, air con on, so, well I say chilling, I was sweating profusely, but then I was chilling, relaxing, listening to a podcast, just having a good time, you know, and it was just a great moment, you just, it was like Christmas, and the people are going to go, "No, Dave, this is a definite over-exaggeration from you here, how I was going to the dump like Christmas, but you crave it, you know, you crave going to the dump, it's something that I have felt as an older guy, as, as, as like a a guy who has a house, you know, that's like a man of the house. You feel like you've there's certain jobs you should do. Now, I know it's twenty twenty and people are going, excuse me, you can't as a man you've yeah, you know, people do things. You know, people are just genders are better at certain things. I say better. They're the jobs that kinda they kinda be. You know what I mean? Like, for example, I am the Oh, my stomach, I am the heavy lifter, so anything that involves moving or throwing about, I get forced to do it. So the dumps kind of become my place, and again, it's just great to go there. You know what I mean? I would be the, like, I'd say my specialist job in the house is the dump in the bins. That's something that whenever it's like, we talk, it's like, well, that's kind of your job. You know, that's kind of... Kind of your thing, you know, like, and Catherine would say her thing would be hanging washing, she would hang the washing, I would do the bins there, the only two jobs that we have specified to each other, otherwise we dip in and dip out, you know what I mean, if you're doing a wash, sometimes I'll do it, Like albeit rarely because, you know, I'm lazy, but... I would do that. I would do the dishwasher to make some dinner some nights. We just flip in, chip in and out. out. Because again, you thought I was going down a trap of being misogynistic there. But no, we are almost like... We are in tandem. A tandem team. A chore team in this house. Except there are the two jobs. She's the washing hanger. And I'm the bin man. So... Just in the dump, I just love going there and you feel like a real sense of, you know, I am servicing my family here You know, I am doing a job I'm getting down the dump. I'm dumping more wares I'm going home and it's like proper old-school like hunter-gatherer thing. He's like I go out I dump, I home. I home, I dump. It's great now going into the dump obviously with the whole coronavirus shit going on There are rules, right? And I noticed in the sign way in, this is why I noticed, because I came a certain road to the dump whereby I sort of had to pull out onto another road to get in queue for the dump. And, you know, if it was me in the other queue, I would have let me out. You know, I would have let another person out because they'd been waiting. That's fair. But there was a woman in front of me in the car and I sort of went to go out and she still let me out she was just saying, like, nah not having it sorry mate and she basically drove her car directly in front of mine now she's stuck in traffic this traffic's not moving she's just stuck there in the car but i can just fully like where i am i'm just staring back right into the the back seat in fact you know she. it's just and then her she had a friend in the back and a friend in the front you know this it was a team day like this to the dump and the sort of mate in the back seat looked at me and kind of did you know that gritted teeth raised eyebrow things like oh, i'm sorry bro <laughs> this was a dick move on her part and i just sort of didn't make a deal of it but that was fine you know i'd be i'd be more mature you know it's fine whatever so once they get out we're in the we're in the queue to the dump and then obviously we're about another half an hour to go here stuck behind this car if this lady wouldn't let me out again there was another lady behind her in the car very gracious went listen we're going nowhere fast on you go big shooter let me out i gave her the wee thumbs up as you do and on you go right so we're waiting there get up to get into the dump the excitement rises like christmas you know because you haven't had it in so long and if that's how i feel about the dump imagine how i'm gonna feel about a cold beer in a pub oh or the gym see at the minute when i bring these big fucking hormones to the gym that's business right we're in this queue we're getting to the front and uh, i just noticed some of the coronavirus signs up like certain things you know you must keep your distance uh, you must dump your own rubbish there will be no help from any staff you must have a maximum of two people in the car um, and what was the other one um, you need to be under two minutes when you get in just in dump go bish bash bosh fine so the woman gets in in front Fine. There's a guy at the at the chaos. He's chatting. To be like, right? What have you got? And you tell him what you got. And on you go. She went through, and I just don't know why I became this little little tight. But whenever she went, she went on through. I said the guy. He's like, oh, what he got? I got just some, uh, just some garden stuff. And he's like, all oh, right, okay. And I said, like, the rule about two people maximum in car. And he's like, yeah. And I don't know why did I did it. Just went. She had three. Just yeah, she had, three. And in my mind, I was like. That's the revenge for her not letting me out. That is my vengeance. Now, was there any culpability for that for her? Did she get any kind of comeuppance? No. But in my head, I'm thinking, one to the champion, my friend. And then I got in, and then she ended up equalizing very quickly because she decided, I, I don't know why to stop. So, like, there's different bays in the dump like all numbered, one, two, three, four, five. You go around the wee road on the outside and then you either, you like cut in to get into the wee lanes. She's going on the road to the outside. The guy sends me to, to uh, bay number five, so the very, very tail end bay. She just stops the car, gets out, lifts four litres of milk from the boot and just brings it in, gives it to the extra passenger who shouldn't have been in the back seat. And I had to wait a wee while longer. So having been there, the guts of 50 minutes in the whole journey from getting there and waiting, that extra possibly... 22 seconds was the straw that broke the camel's back. And now she's equalized by slowing me down. I'm like, right. I'm, And I'm I going to beep. Went to beep in my anger. Misplaced my, my 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 fist. I say it's a fist. it wasn't a fist to beep with, you know, the, the base of your hand. Didn't hit the horn. Hit, hit the wheel. So I just hurt myself. So it was 2-1 to her. So basically, you know, I got mugged off. In fact, 3-1. She didn't let me out just stop, delay me even more and then hurt me so there was that and then eventually got into the bay and again much easier to dump because i've got an elevation to lift the weight you know i'm not having to slow it from the ground i'm not having to dead lift it up i'm just getting it back like an atlas stone pouring it into the into the dustbin and uh it was fine, all apart from whenever I dragged the bag from the back of the garden to the car. I'd ripped the hole in the bottom of it, so whenever it was just empty and all the soil and all, just dust blowing back into my face. I kind of would have looked a lot like Michael Jackson in the Earth Song video at that point. All this dust just going on my face, and um, my hair blowing in the wind, and for some reason I got... Ah, 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 probably because my eyes are really sore from the dust getting into it, so it's maybe not as in tune as that. It's probably just... Ah, Just emptying my du- all my, my shit in the dump, and that, was <laughs> and that was how I started my week. I don't know how I get into that dump story. Something to do with something, wasn't it? it was talking, <laughs> about, uh, I don't even know. I literally don't have a body. My my powerful legs and lifting. I think that's what it was about. Just from being in the in on the bike for a week, I automatically feel I'm stronger than I am. But it it's going all right. And again, there's I know a lot of you guys will be listening to this podcast with your arms very tightly crossed. Being like, But you do know all that exercise you're doing, you're still eating shit, no? You're still eating still eating fog and curly worries, you dirty big fat pig. I say, no, I'm eating much better. And again, my problem has been I always struggle with time. I'm a procrastinator. It's my cross to bear. I find that I, I do things other than what I should do. So I've just ordered a load of food in from Muscle Foods. So they just have just dinner for me. So I just all I do is bang it in the microwave, boom. So I exercise, diet, drink loads of water. Right now I'm drinking some Bob Marley coffee, having a great time at whatever time. Let me see, quarter to eleven at night. Because hey, you don't want me to be tired in the podcast. You don't want me to be in shit form, do you? You don't want me to be falling asleep because. If there ever was a man to fall asleep whilst recording a podcast, you're listening to him. It's me. I've done it before, factually. I've fallen asleep recording my old weird podcast. I haven't done it since I've, I've converted to the Sly Guy podcast. I've fallen asleep in boy time. I mean, I'm the guy who falls asleep. And again, that's just how my body works. I'm a go, go, go kind of guy. I just keep going until eventually a time comes whereby my body goes... No, I don't know why it's Scottish, my body goes, no man, I'm just going about my business, all of a sudden my body goes, no, time for you to go to sleep big man, <laughs> you've done too much man, fuck off, go to sleep, you prick, ah, oh, you've got a rock in your bobby. i am be like man, why, Sh- shut up body, Um, but that's how it goes, so now there's no risk of that because I'm doing this podcast and then when this podcast is finished i am going to record my patreon podcast because of other things to talk about more sassy things to talk about than it's going to be on this podcast so i'm going to do that straight after and i'm on my coffee you know and it's nice coffee i've been getting into coffee i don't know if i've said it on this podcast because i do so many podcasts during lockdown i don't know whether i want to talk about in certain podcasts you know what i mean I'm like, did I say that on on, on Sly Guy? Did I say it on Boyfriend? Is it on Patreon? I don't, I don't know. I talk a lot of shit. You know, that's what I've, what that's the crux of it. That's what I figured out. So, um, I don't know what it, what, what where I talk, spoke about my coffee, but I mean getting into it in it on lockdown because I'm a I'm a coffee aficionado. I love it. And because uh, we can't get the coffee shops, I've just had to rather than just go for like an instant. I'm just using my cafetière more. I'm getting nicer beans. I'm getting different brands. And I'm just really experimenting with coffee. You know, I'm kind of like, this uh, as the way Sting is with sex, I am with coffee. I'll try anything. And I'll last all day and all night drinking coffee. And at the minute, I'm drinking a nice uh a nice Marley coffee from from Bob Marley his, himself. Not himself, because he's long time dead. But by his like nephews, who just made all these nice Marley coffees. And they're all kind of themed around the music of Bob Marley. So I'm having a wee, uh, I think, a Soul Rebel coffee today. And it's nice. It's pleasant. I've um, got a Buffalo Soldier to enjoy. Um, and also more Bob Marley coffee. Oh, whoa, those jokes. Super. Um... That's yes, great. And coffee is just bringing me joy in this lockdown. You know, that's something I'm getting into. If any of you guys have coffees you just recommend, feel free to apply some lubricant onto your thumbs and slip into my DMs and tell me about the coffee. Because I'm, I'm into it at the moment. The Bob Marley coffees are lovely. I also really enjoy the Bulletproof coffees. You know, I mean, they are apparently like extra clean coffees, like coffees that are like not going to give you headaches and stuff. And also, if you get shot... don't die apparently there's nothing actually on it that says that but hey we all know what bulletproof means we all know Um, and speaking of coffee something happened this week that put a smile on my face my friend kieran bartlett finally got back to cafe oh now. i know a lot of people like coffee shops i know a lot of people like restaurants a lot of people like nando's they like they're going to their McDonald's. They like to get their ice creams. There's certain wee things you love. You know, you, you just you're dying to get back to Dean's for that ribeye. You know, you just there's things that people I, I can't wait for. Kieran Bartlett could not wait to get back to Cafeo. That man, I don't. I mean, it's nice coffee. It's nice ambience, but there's just something about it for Kieran Bartlett at, at Cafeo that I just don't know. It's like it's it's a match made in heaven and. Whenever the the cafe opened to do takeouts, he was straight there. Straight there the day it was open. And you should have seen, like, you couldn't... He just is... He looked like the cat out of uh, Alice in Wonderland. And, I mean, he does look a bit like that cat at the best of times. But he just has such a joyous face. I've never seen a wider smile. And that brought me joy. And it made me feel good. You know, seeing a friend having a good time makes me feel good in this difficult time. You know, because, again... It's a very weird time for people's mental health in this lockdown, isn't it? Because your moods, like you're like living in a little microcosm of of a world that you you're used to, and like your moods can fluctuate. You can go from being like oh, feeling great to being so like frustrated so quick. So to see something like that, just your friend having a good time, hey, cheered me up, you know. And and that's what I'm all about, seeing people feeling better, and it's nice to me to know that I'm now happy in myself, whereby seeing other people having a good time can make me happy, you know, now, I will put my hand up, my finger is uh, is up, actually, at the moment, because there are some things I don't like, let's not lose a run of ourselves, I'm still a better old man, but but seeing my friends happy, oh, it gets me going, you know, it gets me fucking going, um, but at the same time, there are some people, you know, some people... You just hate. <laughs> and, I mean, yeah, I'm not even able to go into that further because I didn't even really think about that at all anymore. I just thought, you know, there yeah, there are some people I hate. You know what I mean? And that's that. <laughs> no more, no less. Hey, but what I do need to say, actually, before I forget, is to the people who have this week, I have had three new reviews on Apple Podcasts. And they've been great, apart from one, which I, I just, I need to, um, I think it had to be a finger slip, right? But we'll get on to that at the end. First of all, Mark Kerr, very kind, said, this is comedy gold. Big Davey always provides great content, excellent podcast, excellent review. Thank you, my friend. And Sam Cardosi, um, the made man himself, has said, great podcast from a great bloke. Papa Bear, of Elliot fills my Mondays with hope and inspiration for the week ahead with his funny and likeable personality. Keep him coming, Dave. I will thank you now. Sam, Mark, appreciated that. Five star reviews. Jen Baldwin. Four. No, that's fine if that's your opinion, but, but either you love her, four, and then this. Fit in body and mind. Now, I don't know if if she's actually, um, you know, ever seen me physically. Because, I mean, I'm maybe, there's something going on in my mind, whether it's fit, I don't know, but there's something going on in there. That's for sure. The lights are on. There might be somebody at home They could be sleeping. Who knows? But fit in body, not yet. Unless you just look at my quads and then, whoa, you're, you're popping off, you know? Jen said, "Cheers!" You reminded me that I need to dust off my Horizon exercise bike. I feel a bit unfit at the moment, like a blancmange, a white wobbly dessert. I mean, a I notable blancmanges I ate, okay, and uh, a wobbly in all the wrong places. Nattering with your mates, enjoying a cold crisp pint on the Horizon. I'm sure. Dawn chorus is one of life's pleasures. Keep writing. Be good to yourself. In between, let exercise. Now, I don't know whether that is actually a person or that's my mind telling me how to do things. You know, it seems to be like, listen, chat with your mates and get the pints coming. They'll be there soon. Also, enjoy the birds in the morning. Now, that's something I think, I don't know if I said it in this podcast or another one, because, hey, twilight, soon your mind goes here, your mind goes there. But that's what I've been doing, getting up at six in the morning, listening to the birds, having a coffee, doing a bit of writing. Love it. That's a great time, you know. That's what I'm all about. Um, but the four star, the four star thing, fucking give me an extra fucking five thing. Your your finger must have slipped. You must have not had a proper stylus for your week, your B wee phone or something. Jen, come on, you know. Um, but yeah, I appreciate all people rating and reviewing, and and I'd enc- I would encourage you already to get on and do it if you haven't. You know, and then in in the meantime, you know, write something, write something classic and I'll read it. Because listen, I'm like Ron Burgundy, if it's in front of me, I'll read it. Like that's happened before, quite literally, when we were recording the radio show. I read something, just was like, why why have I read that? It was like an instruction from a producer. I read it out. Like, Dave must read. And it's like, what's he doing? But hey, that's what it is. I'm not professional. You put it in front of me. I will read it. I will look for you and I will find you. And you know what else I think? (laughs) This is the worst segue in history. Hey, guys, you know what else you should find? Modest beer. Because, hey, guys, the Sly Guy podcast is brought to you in association, as always, with modest beer. We know by now that modest are a little independent brewery crafting small batch beers for discerning drinkers, or for the French, un beer de petit boisson. And guess what? Modest of two new beers out at the moment that you can still get in lockdown. The first beer is an aromatic double dry hopped pale ale. And that's what you want, isn't it? A nice, delicious pale ale, especially with the nice weather coming in. And beer two is also a pale ale, but it's a strata pale ale, which is from the single hop series. And it features, you guessed it, strata hops. Now... If a lot of you people out there have not worked in B&Q and and do not know what Strata Hops are, they're basically hops from Oregon. You know, that's what they are. And they add like a little hint of passion fruit to the flavor. Mmm, delicious. And if you're looking some modest beers, as well as the classic, old school modest beers, you can still get them. You can go to the K- KWM Wines website. The Vineyard delivers anywhere in Northern Ireland. Bottled the boot do it, Neils Wines, Grange Wine Merchants, Alexander's in Hollywood, all do delivery. So get on it and get modest. And if you want to listen to more information that's just come from my sweet Gub, get yourselves onto Modest Beer's Insta, Facebook, or Twitter at You Guessed It. Modest Beer. That's at Modest Beer, not at You Guessed It Modest Beer, because it would be a stupid handle to be fair and if you want to learn more even in your old school like you're an old person with glasses and stuff and you've actually got an office with a proper computer rather than just a laptop you can go on the website dot to find you're near stockist. I think the coffee's hit me now. That's what's happened. I'm like, what? Mm, feeling some kind of way. I feel like I need some dark chocolate and red wine now to just really set this coffee up and make this fucking bitch a party. You know what I'm saying? And before we go any further, big shout out to the listeners because <laughs> your questions are coming up next. Oh, I don't, know, I don't know why I said that. The Norfolk Pines, the guys, the Aussie guys, are saying, hey, Dave, hope you're good. Do you have a favourite dad joke? um yeah you know what my dad's not really a great a great person you know he's really really harsh he's abusive and sly to me so i mean i don't think anything he really says is funny oh you mean at that that's the worst Um, do i there's two actually that stand out in terms of dad jokes one is i ordered a chicken and an egg from amazon And the second is, why couldn't the bike stand by itself? It was too tired. Oh, no, I'm going to be sick. Can't believe I said that. John Joe Flood. Hola, David. Now that you're a full Mark Cavendish guy and back in the physique game, what are your go-to playlists or podcasts whilst you're on the bike? I've made a gym playlist. That's what I've done. I've made a gym playlist. I actually had two gym playlists that I had. One for weights, one for cardiovascular. The weights featured heavily rock. Just major mostly rock sometimes just things with big, big fat beats. You know, boom, 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 just basically loyalist pipe music at sound like. Just big beats. and um, no, just like rock for the for the weights and like poppy dance really for the cardio. But now that I'm kinda like putting stuff together, I kinda have like a, a mix playlist. Um that, that features both those genres. Let um, me just go to my my gym playlist. There we are: Young Jeezy, Dio, ACDC, dc in Chains, Arcade Fire, Panic at the Disco, Black Eyed Peas, hmm? Breaking Benjamin, BTS, DJ Alligator, DMX, The Game, Green Day, Killswitch Engage, Corn, Limp Bizkit, van POD, Robert Miles, Sash. As in, the DJ, not the flute band, and um, Bass Hunter, you know, Hathaway, and Slipknot. You know, that's the kind of, the variation. Again, it's all about, pay, about tempo and that. you got to keep the tempo on the bike, and then when you hop off, lift the weights, boom. you got to just, you know, so that's kind of what what's on my playlist at the minute. And... Just not podcast because again I'm all about I'm trying to keep tempo, you know that and I find that sometimes podcasts you could just end up listening to them and then to me not, not going the full hog, if you will. Speaking of full hog, more coffee. Or am I just pissing in a glass? Who knows? Ah, there we go. That's a ticket there. Ian Thompson, the last time we spoke you promised to give me, and he's put this in quotation marks, a proper gig. I mean, yet it still hasn't materialised. My question is, why are you such a cock teasing bastard? Well, Ian, why don't you go to China and ask Dude that at the bat? Hey, why don't you go there and go, hey, guy. Why'd you eat the bat? And if he, he turns around to you and goes, oh, I ate the bat because he was kind of hungry and couldn't get anything else, you go, all right, Sly, I didn't know you were impoverished. But, you know, it's his fault. That's why you haven't got a proper gig. And now, mister, you've had plenty of proper gigs with me before, and it's deserved, you know, and whenever this all comes back, you'll definitely get more proper proper gigs. And also, for any of the people who don't know this, this punk jabroni-giving-me lip Follow him on social media, Ian Thompson, he's a very funny comedian and a lot of stuff he puts up is very enjoyable. So give him a follow. Let me just go on and actually give his handles out because you probably go, you told me you'd give my handles out and why haven't you? And I'll be like, coronavirus. Fuck's sake, Ian, would you just fucking relax yourself a second? Um Yeah, he's just Ian Thompson, etc. But there's no P in it. It's just Thompson, you know what I mean? Because I think he's He's from Iraq or somewhere originally, his family. So um, that's where he's from. <laughs> and Davy Witt said, Well, Edgar David's house things. Have you found yourself doing any classic dad stuff recently? After that long, dry spell of weather, it rained the other night, and I found myself saying, That'll keep the dust down out loud to myself. Davy, I love these musings. Dad musings, all about it, mate. And um, I did something a little bit daddish tonight. And that's not just dad in Irish. I mean like an actual dad thing. I uh, was sitting in the house watching Ninety Day Fiance with my ex fiance. Uh, <laughs> such a shit joke. Ah uh, well, and the wind was blowing. I heard a bang and went, "What the fucking say so gate?" <laughs> and like a weapon, I got out of my house or right, just straight up. Sliders on right out the front door like as if there's a scene going on You know when you cause a scene you go out and you're flipping your lips are all pursed and You're going what the fuck's going on here with an eyebrow but Is that my bucking gate? I went around the side the gate. No the gates shut. I'm like, Thank God for that and I went around the other gate. It was open banging in the wind and this wind is The wind of time, you know, it's the powerful wind coming in things are being blown left right center I have a slide blown across my garden and bitches, I don't have a slide. You know what I mean? This is the sort of weather that's happening. It's like the start of the Wizard of Oz. Next thing you know, you look in your garden. There's a bitch in stripy tights underneath the house in your back garden. You're going, oh, it's going to fucking cost a load of money to clear it away. And then I'm going to have to go through court to explain why there's a fucking crushed woman in my garden. Jesus Christ. But that was the situation. The doors bang, the gates bang. And then you start thinking, who left that gate open? Was it me? Was it her? And then you go... What if it was neither of us? And I started thinking, oh no, someone's broken in my house. And I remembered the window cleaners. Thank God for that. Those geriatric bastards that are out doing my windows. And I say that with, with the utmost uh, respect because these guys have clearly been cleaning windows since the Victorian times because they're old guys. And what is actually the most impressive thing, they don't even have ladders to climb up. You know, they're just like those old old chimney sweep guys who just scurry up the walls like mountains, like, like monkeys, like mountains. So there's monkeys up and just give them a like, skeet skeet and that's them done, you know, so fair play to them. And um, yeah, they but next time, you know, don't, don't leave my gate open or I will punch and they got, you know, a full, i like, I'm, I have big, this is the thing people don't realise about me, I have very big hands like, my fingers and nails, quite small, but the actual hand itself, so when I cause a fist, it is a big, like, a, it'd, be a, it'd be a real sore punch, you know, if I got you got it would be like, it would really wind you, you know, wouldn't, I don't, it, it's just a real big stone hand, right, so window cleaners, fucking wise up, Um, that was pretty much the that thing, just going to investigate investigating a bang. <laughs> Now. like, I've not thought about that until I actually said it, I went and investigated, not even to see what the bank I went and investigated a bank because that's automatically what you do as a dad you get on the case, it becomes an investigation until you get to the bottom of something, you know, like I'm looking around my dining room now and there's these wee fucking little bits of shit, I don't, it's not shit right, because I'll get on to shit in a second it's like wee I don't know what, they're like a dried fruit that Catherine got for Holly. And she didn't like them. You know they are called like rainbow dust or something. And it's like they're not. They're just like basically flat raisins. Whatever the fuck they are. But Holly didn't like them. So she just fucked them across the house all over the place. So i have been finding these wee small dried fruit discs on the floor. For the last fucking. And that's the investigation that I have currently ongoing. Is getting to the bottom of. Why is there so many of them. It's a small bag. And I've literally picked up 43,227 in the last two days. They're everywhere. I said about shit on the floor. Holly shot on the floor today when I was home alone looking after Mm -hmm. (laughs) Home Jamon myself looking after Now, Holly's been potty training, and she's been doing a great job. I should point out, again, for people that don't know, Holly's my two-year-old daughter, not my wife, and she's been potty training, and she's actually now advanced in terms of peeing to actually go on on the way, like... I don't want to say booster seat because I don't know what it's called, but like the toilet booster seat, she's doing that, it's great, but she won't poo on it for some reason, it still uses a potty. So again, I'm just like trusting her, I'm like, yeah, you got, you know, you can do it, you know how to go to the toilet, whenever you're done, you come get me, I'll wipe your bum, it's all sweet, it's all gravy, we dump the poo in the loo, happy days. Whereas today I thought, you know what, I'm going to cook my wife dinner for her coming home from work because she's the breadwinner, right, she's out winning that bread. And I am at home cooking dinner, doing cleaning, doing the chores, looking after the kids, rearing them myself. And um, I thought, you know what, I'll let Holly rear herself for a minute. She can go take her business. I'll get in here. But she must have got very excited and set the potty down herself. And when she set the potty, you know, sometimes if you're like really rushing to go to the toilet, you get excited about going. And before, sometimes you actually hit the bog. The seat on the bog, you take a seat on the bog, a wee bit of poop comes out mid-air, and it's like, oh, what a rush that is, because I nearly missed. And you're like, oh goodness, thank goodness I made that. That is a real last minute rush, and I've saved the day. You know, she must have just done that when she set the, but, but just shot on the floor. And then she came in <laughs> the kitchen with a real, like, scowl on her face, and was like, daddy made, mis- like, daddy, made a mistake. And I went, what did you do? And she goes, holly, poo floor. And I just went, oh no. Like in that moment, like you know, when sometimes in films, and you just, it's just a zoom lens right into the person's face, and they're like, oh, like Schwarzenegger in uh, Kindergarten Cop, and he goes, "Shut up!" It was like that just to me, except my face just went, "Oh no!" And I went in, and albeit it was, it actually looked like a bit of dog food. It was like this little nugget in what seemed to be like jelly. So hope you guys are listening to your your dinner here. But it was easy, just a wee wipe job and then a big log in the potty. So that was fine, didn't stress it out. Picked that up, got the wee carpet cleaner out, did the job. It's fine. Can't remember the last question. Chris Henning, Jesus wept. This is wild early in the week for questions. Caught a wee bit off guard. Okay, my question is this. In a five-piece fry, what are your items? What sauce, tea, coffee, milk as your drink? Um, first and foremost, Chris is getting really paranoid about my call for questions because I'll let, let you know what happens. Sometimes I put a call out for questions, and then sometimes people don't see it. And then people don't ask questions, and then I'm about to record a podcast, and I go, fuck's sake, I've got no questions. So then I put it up again, but it still doesn't make any difference to the fact that I still see the It's still there in my inbox. I still see your questions, and I answer them, my friend. You know, so don't you worry your little cotton socks. All right, I got you. I got you. We're sweet. But in terms of a five-piece fry, what I would say to you is, why are you stopping at five? See, when you have a fry, you got to go past five. But if you're limiting me to a five-piece, I mean, most important part of a fry to me is the sausage. You need two sausages. That's just... That's just it. You know, sometimes if there's a fry and they don't have two sausages, I actually, what I do is I order it and then whenever they deliver it to me, I just push it off the table and I go, no, I don't want it. I don't want to take one sausage. I want two. And, and that's a true story. I actually did that in the copper the copper kettle. Is that a copper kettle? In, in Bushmills, maybe? Yeah, did that and, and just had to deal with it, you know? Suck it, threw a tenner at them and left, even though it was like 15 quid or whatever, but sure. Um... Yeah, two sausages is two, bacon, bacon. So two sausages, bacon, three. You gotta have the egg, four, and toast. You know you don't wanna be fucking about with soda bread or potato bread because I mean I'm gonna be I'm, I might offend people here. Not a big soda soda bread man. Like my potato bread, not not soda. You know it's too, too dry for me. You know it's just too thick, too too powdery and dry. Don't like it a, like a, a bit of. Potato bread of a must, but then you gotta add other things on there too. You gotta to have your black pudding. You know, you probably gotta have two bits of bacon as well, two bits of toast, two eggs, two sausages. If you're living a dream, bit of black pudding, just hit my coffee cup off the table, whatever. Um and that's what you gotta have. And if you're having a fry, don't care what anyone says, you gotta have a cup of tea with it. There's only two things that I would always enjoy a cup of tea with most when i'm eating normally tea is just by itself sometimes with a biscuit if i'm feeling really fucking dangerous but if i'm gonna have food with my tea it's either a fry in the morning or a fish supper now that's controversial i know in some quarters but for those who are with me for you guys that are on on the back for you guys that are flying on my wings here you know the score Fish supper with a cup of tea. Hard to beat. And that's a great question. Chris, stop panicking. McG has sent me a mini story here. But it's, a great, it's just great. It's not even a question. It's just a great statement. And I'm going to read it out and enjoy it. Hi, Dave. Hope you're well. Even better for this question slash statement. I'm loving it. Podcast fan here. Was listening to Boytown and heard that you were going to watch Orthodox. I've already watched it. and And it's great. Just wanted to recommend watching one of us first. It's a documentary featuring real people in the Hasidic community and what happened when they decided to leave. I appreciate uh, how it gives you plenty of info and background to how it all works before you watch the series because there are little things in the series you might not understand unless you've seen the documentary. Anyhow, I found a really good preface to the series and hope uh, you might too. Have a good one. Should probably should have said a preface there, but sure, whatever. Um... No, thank you for that. I am going to get in to unorthodox this this weekend actually, at some point. So by the time this podcast comes out, I may have actually seen unorthodox, but I'm definitely going to check out one of us first now. My wife's cantankerous. You have to get her in the right mood to watch things. I showed her the trailer, on Unorthodox. She liked it. So I might maybe watch one of us myself first and just get myself, you know, clued up, pretend that in advance I am a very knowledgeable guy about religion, you know what I mean? I'm a theological guy, I just know stuff. So she's asked me any questions and, like, what's that? I'm like, baby, that's, that's, a, like, that's a pie out, you know? What you're saying is it's not just a half a perm the guy's got. He's not just, like... Got a couple of bits of perm done. Like the guy, he's not going into the the barber. Sat down and being like, "Yeah, can you just give me a perm?" And the barber just perms one wee bit in the front of one ear, perms one wee bit in the front of the other ear. And the guy's like, "Yeah, you know what? This is whack. I don't want. It. I don't want you to finish off this perm. They'll do me. that will do me rightly." And he's like, "But what about the rest of your long hair?" And he's like, "Fuck it. Just cut it short and leave it to your perm bits. You know, do rightly." And on you go, I'll be able to tell her it's not a fuck up in a barber. It's just. It's your style, and they're pie baby. You know, and I'll get that from watching one of us. So thank you for that recommendation. Sam Cardosi, the man with the review. Great man, you're on high esteem this week. Hi, Papa Pump. If you could live only being allowed to eat one type of cheese for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Can I just say, I haven't even finished all my questions this week, but these are some of the best questions I have ever had in this podcast, and this just makes my life easy you know this just makes it makes it great so in terms of this i'm a i'm another man who likes cheese you know i like cheese i like coffee i like wine i like a good time let's put it like that but to take your question with the seriousness that it deserves the ch- the cheddar that i have to eat for the rest of my life and why is cheddar you know it's people are probably going to be like what the fuck cheddar that's basic i'll be like look it is basic but it's versatile, boring, but versatile. You can just eat, you can cut cheddar from the block, just have a bit of it, you know. Don't be fooled by the rocks that it got, because I'm still eating that cheddar from the block. You know, that's what you do. You can grate it down, you can drip it into everything. You can make a cheese sauce with a cheddar, you can put it on top of a pasta bake. You know, it's a very versatile. But is it my favorite cheese? Absolutely not, but it is the most versatile and the most functional in day-to-day life. You know, you can make cheese and ham toasties with it, but you couldn't do that with a strong blue cheese. But I do love a blue cheese. Like, to me, blue cheese is probably, like, a good blue cheese is probably my favourite cheese. Like, nothing more. Like, I'm living my best life. When I've had a nice dinner, I'm onto the cheese board, I have a nice glass of red wine, I'm eating some blue cheese on a cracker, boom. Stick a fork in me, I'm done. That's my heaven right there. Um, And also halloumi, I probably prefer it to... Cheddar, But in terms of your question, if I'm only allowed to eat one type of cheese, it's got to be cheddar. And it's probably going to be uh, uh, just a mature cheddar, not an extra mature, just a just a mature, you know. That's what I'd go for there. Great question. Um, an orthodox name here, Volcano Jenkins. Greetings, Achenko, Long time, first time. Just wanted to ask if reflection during lockdown has made you change your mind about Dublin. I think I was the only one who enjoyed your gig at the International Bar. But I know the people in the South are bigger fans than you think. No, Jenkins, this is a weird one because I didn't actually do my gig in the, in the International Bar. I drove down. I was like, nah, they don't know what's on. The, the bar doesn't know what's on. The people don't know what's on. I'm not doing this. Get me home. So um, I don't know why why you enjoyed it. Maybe you just saw me in the bar and just looked at me and went... You know, that guy looks like he did once work in B&Q, and I like that about him. He knows things about flowers. Maybe that's what you thought. But, I mean, again, I don't know what what that means. You know, you're the only one to enjoy it. Because, I mean, I've never, even with bad gigs, more than one person's enjoyed it, my friends. But um, has my view on Dublin changed? You know, I, I just, I don't know. You know, I feel like... I feel like if they if they if they wouldn't come if they wouldn't come me and their eyes up they're not going to get me at the top. I don't know. I mean, I'll definitely try to crack Dublin again because rather than throwing the toys out of the pram completely, I look at it and be like, right, okay, they didn't want me that last time. I'll make them want me. I'll make them want me. I'll make them never be able to resist me. And I'll I'll go back and, and I'll gig in Dublin again. Will I go back to the international bar? Zero percent. They're done with me because. They didn't do anything about it. They didn't even put it in their website. They didn't promote it. The guy who actually supposed to fucking book it, I emailed him to check if the gig was on because I couldn't see it anywhere. And the bastard didn't even have the manager to write back to me. So hey, fuck them. You know, the International Bar are not getting my service and I'm not bringing my people there. Albeit there was like four that actually went to there. But the next time we're we'll going, we'll do a different venue. And um, thanks for the question. I'm glad you enjoyed <laughs> the gig that didn't happen. Uh, Rick Williams. Is it okay to eat a jam bond slash sausage roll from a petrol station after 7pm? Those bad boys are easily in there 10 hours, but still tempt you in. Um, I see a wee bit of material slightly about that. Um, which is, it's actually, believe it or not, compare, comparing a, a penis to that kind of food in a petrol station. In terms of, you know... You can get a, get one fresh out of the oven, i.e. the shower, preened, pubes, trimmed, whatever. I was going to say a bit of wax in the pubes. I don't know if anyone styles their pubes. Maybe that's just me, whatever. But, you know, when it's fresh, ready to go, that's when it's more likely to be its most delicious. You know what I mean? That's when it's going to be ready to go. Whereas if you wait during the day, it mightn't be as fresh as it began with, but still fills a hole. You know what I'm saying? So I do think it's okay. Now, I do think also... What you'll be doing is putting like antibodies into your body. You'll be like working on your gut health a wee bit there because there'll be some sort of like germs in that and you'll have to build up an immunity to that. So I'm gonna say yeah, it's okay. I mean a jambon, <sighs> there's egg in a jambon, isn't there? Like <sighs> you gotta try and get jambons and refresh, but sausage rolls you can eat them. eat them the next day. Like I've eaten sausage rolls like maybe seven weeks after they've been cooked and I've just found it, you know. ...down behind the TV or something... ...the dogs brought around there... ...you know, I'd still do that... ...God rest his soul... ...you know, I'd I would still do that... ...even if... ...if I found a sausage roll behind my TV now... ...and I'd see it... ...and I'd go maybe Charlie left that down there... ...I'd probably go... ...you know, out of, out of just... ...feeling him near me... ...I would eat it. Also, we're very close actually... ...this week to get the new dog... ...and thankfully... ...common sense prevailed... ...you know, we were very much looking... ...to actually just go... ...and get a new dog... ...because we're dog people... ...and miss, miss Charlie... But then I thought, nah, that's going to be bad, because I've already got a two-year-old, it's mental. I have a pregnant wife who's getting more pregnant by the days going by, so she's going to be less able to do anything. And then once she ends up stopping being pregnant, there'll be another child. So, again, I just kind of feel like I would kind of have to deal with the kid, or the kid, the dog, a lot. Of pro- the, fuck the kid, I can look after itself and shake the floor, but... You know, I'd have to look after a lot, so don't think now's the time. So, thankfully, we we had a sit-down like rational adults. You know, a very dad thing. I was like, let's do a list, pros and cons. This is part of my investigation. Investigating, should we get a new dog? And thankfully, we decided, no, so we're going to wait. So we'll be dogless until next year sometime, whenever. Again, when we think of the new child, which is due in September, sleeps through the night consistently. That's when we'll go get a new dog in the meantime i might just you know just offer people a spare room keep me entertained you know just do that in a way you know i'm saying i'm going to harbor illegal people yes absolutely but i mean it's all about keeping yourself entertained in these times Nathan Concilia, Ahoy David in response to your query last week, my favorite bit of meat is the brisket. In the right hands, it's unreal. See, this is what we share. I did mention myself I enjoy a brisket, if it's, but again, it has to be done right. If it's too done, it's too tough. It's a no from me. Um, anyway, can't think of a question, so I'll just give you a recommendation as a fellow food-loving guy. Caldy and Leg, best brekkies and banger area, keeper lit. And you know what? You've given me some uh, bits of advice before, my friend, and it's been great so i trust you and i will try that out albeit you know i'm just focusing on the the, these legs and this physique at the minute so i'm not i'm not just able to dip in and out of breakfast and also of course there's a full pandemic so i don't know if that's going to be that easy but whenever this shuts down hey Caldy, you're on the list and the last question of the day is uh from greg murray hope i haven't missed the question submissions because i'm in a different time zone here in australia Um, but tell me this sergeant sphincter oh why that's a new title that's been bestowed upon me i appreciate that how much is social media annoying you during this lockdown just because we're in lockdown doesn't mean instagram turns into facebook circa 2013 and don't even get me started on family group chats going out of control with silly messages and videos that I thought I'd avoided by moving away from Facebook. P.S. Couldn't give a review to the podcast on the app, so won't let me do it on Spotify. Where can a man go that doesn't use Apple to give a top-quality review to help grow a sly guy family? Stay safe. I'll tell you what you could do. I don't know how to do it on Spotify, but what you can do is just share, like... The screenshot the image and share it in your Instagram stories and tag me, get it out there for more people to see. We recommendation. I love it when people do that, so please do it. I see all these other fuckers, podcasts, being shared left, right and centre, and I go, what about me? What about me? I'm here every fucking week for you for about the last three years, and you get fucking nothing out of you, apart from a few people, and I really appreciate that, but you know what I mean? Um, But social media, really, you know, yes, it is. Oh, Sometimes I just look at it and go, you know Like, what are people doing? You know, there's some, like this is what gets me most in social media—the way some people post things th- that I cannot figure out who is actually liking these things. Do you know what I mean? They're posting things up, like I just went for just went just went for a wee walk there with the family. It was really great. Here's fourteen selfies of us as a family. Hey, go and enjoy your walk. Don't tell me about it, you know. See, when people are stopping in to to let people know they're doing things, but you're going, who does that apply to other than the people you're with? Do you know what I mean? People are like, look what I've done. It's like, you know what, don't care. You know, same way people would put things up about, oh, I just thought there's a wee photo of a homeless person, I just gave him a tenner. You know, this whole you know doing something in order to make you look like a good person the whole virtue signal thing you know that annoys me see all the clapping see if people are out videoing their neighbors clapping for the nhs i don't like that because it's like you're rather than just clapping and making the noise and doing whatever to show your solidarity you're out filming it to put it up only so people can go you're a good person because you clapped you know what i mean Yet the same person is probably going around having house parties or me. You know, the things like, I got, just fucking do my loving. You know, and another thing I've seen, well, I say I've seen, it's been brought to my attention this week by friends are certain, so, this phrase, I might, I, might, I might actually need to turn around and be sick, certain local social media influencers. Now, I say that as in not comedians, because... That's a vocation, you know, It's something. But just people who do, like, people who post things like, oh, here's me wearing a jacket because I wear jackets, you know, like, but just living, you know, no, no discernible talent, just kind of living and just put like putting w- fucking weird posts, annoying posts, posts that I look at and go, why are these people doing this? Like, who's who, like, sometimes I see, I get to see things go, first of all, Greg, why have you asked me this fucking question? I can give me blood red, man, it's fucking 11 o'clock at night. Whenever you look and you see people posting things, and you're going, like, who's liking this? Who wants to just see a guy standing, just taking a selfie with the shirt off, being like, hey, guys, have a great week? Nah, man, fuck you. You know, it's these guys are just cringe. There's a lot of local. Like, if you call yourself an influencer, you know, offer your hand to the Yakuza. You know, that's what I think you should do. Do you actually go, like, to call yourself an influencer is like, asking you, right, do you have, like, what, like, it's like, what do you do? And someone goes, um, well, I don't, I'm an influencer. If you're an influencer, you don't actually have any, like, drawing, like, factors to draw people in other than you just are, you just be, you just, you know, and again, it's always such, like overly staged photos like I sometimes post photos that I'd say to my wife be like right take a photo of this of me because this is gonna be silly this'll be dumb I'll put it up but yeah people get actual photos taken just to put up that people are looking at, going that's really cool you look amazing just standing there looking off into the distance with an inspirational quote just looking in the set, off to the off the distance underneath every second past you're closer to death live in the moment it's like you're not living in the moment. You're literally you. This is about the eighth photo you've taken and gone and checked it and gone. Is that right? Yeah, that'll do. So think about that. Let's live it in the moment. Just go and do things. Don't everything you do does not have to be posted on social media. The majority of stuff I do doesn't go on there. I just put silly things up. You know the old time. But it's always taking the piss. Whereas when people post every single thing every moment of their day, it's like, hey guys, put your phone away. Just enjoy family for a bit do you mean and then these so this is another thing the social media influencers apparently people buy followers now i used to think the definition of a loser was something entirely different but now i think the definition of a loser is to buy followers to pay for just fake followers just so you look like you've big numbers so people look at it and be like He's a big deal, and almost in some ways it's stealing, you know, because certain companies will look at go, oh, they've got X amount of followers, let's offer them a job or whatever. But then, whenever they actually go and check, it be like they have a big Indian fan base now. Let me just say, if for example there are local influencers who are putting the hard yards in in Delhi that I don't know about, I will lift my hands up if they're over in Bikaner, just just killing it, you know, respect. But you know, I mean, it's it, it's 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 unlikely, you know. And I mean, if the time comes for Instagram, just cull. It's going to be bad for people. You know, so I don't like that. I don't like bought followers. I don't like oh, uh, just people posting stupid shit. You know, another thing I don't like? Videos where people, like, people miming songs. You know, m- why? Why are you doing that? If I want to see somebody... I, I, like, I don't even like watching music videos anymore. I like to watch live performances because I'm an old, better man. I don't wanna see people putting their video up just like mouthing their like say for example, just making a bit of toast, but Rihanna's works playing and they're just looking at Whang quang i and making toast and wah, wah. it's like, you're not working, you're eating toast and then you're probably going back to bed to sit in the keks that you've been wearing for the last three days. Fuck up. Greg, fuck you, mate, in Australia for getting me wound up. But that was also a great question and group chats. I have more group chats muted than I do unmuted at the moment. There's one, um, but since all this COVID thing happened, we get sent home from work and there's a work group chat and it's just becoming unbearable. Guys, if you enjoyed that, um, rate and review the podcast, subscribe on (laughs) on Apple Podcasts and you know... Just tell people to listen. I don't even know how this podcast was. I feel steaming drunk because I've just been so warm in this house. They've drank an awful lot of coffee. I'm a buzzin'. Yeah. But guys, listen, all joking aside, take care of yourselves. Stop thinking that the fucking issue is over. Stay inside as much as you can until you're told you can get out there. And when you do, wear masks. But if you spice it up, wear gimp masks. God bless you. I'll see you next week. And also, fuck, before I forget. I've got a Patreon too, so if you want to get over to that and listen to all the bonus podcasts and stuff, get over there. I'm a wee bit slyer over there too, and there's other stand-up clips. But if you don't want to do that, listen. It's a free country. I know we're not made of money at the minute. Don't worry about it. I'll not hold it against you, I'll still be out every fucking week because I'm a good guy. Fuck you, Greg. Come me fucking bloody mad, but respect it. Bye.